Have you ever wanted to start your very own podcast? Sorry, that's a dumb question. Of course you wanted to start your own podcast. Podcasting's amazing. Head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GAMEPINIONS. And then you, that's right, you listening to this right now, you can have a free month of podcast hosting service. And also, if you take that promo code, you can also get a free month of stats so you can keep track of that podcast that you're working so hard on. Blueberry is incredible, and the features are simply amazing. I don't have time to talk about them, though, because I have to start my own show. So after this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com, look up what it is all about, use promo code Game Pinions, and get started on an adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to Game Pinions episode 32. I'm your host, Kalman, and today we're back again for another episode of Game Pinions. Now, what is more crazy than three weeks in a row of Game Pinion episodes? Well, I'll tell you. Kimberly is back on the show. How crazy is that? Kimberly, say hello. Hello, everyone. Kimberly, how have you been? It's been such a long time since you've been on the podcast. I've been crazy, aren't we all? Yeah, I, I'd say so. I feel like I'm a little crazy all the time. So, Kimberly, it's been such a long time since you've been on the show. Do you still want to be called Kimberly, by the way? Is that um, is that? I can go by Kim Kim. That's kind of the nickname that's been occurring recently. And... Okay, so Kim Kim. Yes. So, now, we were going to come on here and we are going to talk about the new Xbox that, you know, the Series X that was announced at the Game Awards. But before we get into that, we do have some housekeeping to attend to. So uh, I just want to let Kimberly kind of talk about um, some of the things that she's planning on the Game Pinions YouTube channel. Yes. And, you know, I've kind of briefly touched upon this um, last episode, just talking about, you know, we're planning some stuff on YouTube. We're going to have some cool content on there for you guys to watch, you know, after you're done listening to the podcast or before you listen to the podcast either one um so Kimberly take it away what's 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 your plan so I really do want to focus on our YouTube channel um starting with just getting some videos up there for you all you guys to kind of like view some let's plays that I've been dying to do and kind of get back into really um I took a pause after doing some way back and it's been very nostalgic for me um playing on the Xbox again and I never thought I would say that the Xbox recording system uh, was going to be pretty good, but ironically it has been on the <laughs> Xbox One, and I'm very impressed by it, so I get frustrated very fast um, when it comes to that kind of stuff, so it feels great, and I feel like I can do everything very easily, and I'm looking forward to posting that for you guys. I'm going to start with probably Oblivion um, and, and get a couple of them under my pocket and then upload them for you. But I do want to focus on that so there's some content on YouTube for people, to, for people to watch and connect with us on a different way. That's very exciting. So, you know, we had other episodes. You know, we had TJ on before. We had, you know, John on. You know, John was our music guy. Kimberly is really our art our art person you know all the things that you see on the channel that's what she does that's what she you know she is like a little 
artist about these little things. So the channel looks awesome. The uh, I don't think I had a chance to even talk to you on the podcast since you last made our channel art um, with the updated colors, and you know we kind of flipped it around a bit. Mm -hmm. The you know the more modern looking text, or maybe the more futuristic looking text. Mm -hmm. It looks awesome, so I definitely wanted to thank you for that, for sure. Yeah, no problem. I definitely want it to be refreshing, and I don't want to hurt anyone's eyes, so I just want it to be very pleasing, and just kind of keep it up to date, you know, just do a kind of, somewhat of an overhaul, and I didn't change the design too much, just freshened it up. Yeah, and that's that's really awesome. I, I love that art style so much, and, you know, we're definitely rocking it on our, you know, as our podcast art, which is just, it's, it's freaking cool, so... Um, definitely wanted to address that because it's been such a long time since we actually recorded an episode. I mean, obviously we talk all the time. This isn't like the first time we're talking to each other, <laughs> talk all the time. But um, yeah, so I just have definitely wanted to kind of get that out there. Whenever we have somebody that is, you know, podcasting with us, that's, you know, done something, I just want to, you know, make it a, a, you know, a point to just kind of acknowledge that because, you know, just like John with the music that this podcast starts off with, um, you know, it's, it's big. It, it kind of, you know, puts everything together. So Definitely thank you for that. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we have plans for the YouTube channel. Obviously, we're going to continue the podcast, and it's going to, you know, probably see more frequent uploads. And like I said, you know, we're working on a solution to get everybody wired in here and everybody on the show at once. Four people talking is going to be absolutely insane, and I can't wait for it. So I'm really excited about that. So, Kimberly, I tend to start off these shows now with a little segment that's just, you know, what have you been playing recently? You know, I've basically talked the listeners to death about <laughs> me playing Death Stranding for the past, like, month now. So what have you been up to in terms of, you know, playing games and all that? Well, I took a trip down to Memory Lane, and I was kind of reconnecting with all of my older Xbox games and playing some of those um and kind of just revisiting that. Then I hopped on board and started actually using my computer <laughs> that I, that we built for yeah. gaming <laughs> specifically. Um, and gone on to Final Fantasy, and I'm going to butcher this, but XIV, I like to call it by those, I don't know why, it's like 14 or 15. It's the MMO version of Final Fantasy. I'm terrible with Roman numerals. I know, I just, my mind goes blank. And then, um, so I got that on the PC, and the one thing that I really love about it is the housing system in it. Unlike most MMOs, you can actually input furniture. It won't decay on you. You can move the furniture around. You can, it's, it's really freeing. It's very creative. And being a Sims lover, I find it very freeing, not it being in like a gridlock and you have to use cheat codes and whatnot to move it. So I got to play house in there. It's <laughs> kind of like what that. I do. <laughs> uh, any game, I'm like, hey, can I have a house in here? <laughs> so um, I've been enjoying that a lot, actually, in the questing and everything. Um, and of course, I want to work on maybe posting some footage from Final Fantasy onto our YouTube. So. That would be very awesome. And I'm actually, I'm very excited for your Oblivion Let's Play because we've, I mean, we've talked about it before. I've never seen Oblivion played all the way through because I was really late on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 era because I had the Wii for, you know, most of that generation, which I've talked about before. So I've never really gotten a chance to even see that game played through completion. I remember people in school talking about it, but I never really got a chance to see it. So this is kind of my opportunity to kind of sit back and enjoy your, your Let's Play of it. So I'm really looking forward to that. 
And I guess it's it's safe to say that I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have seen Oblivion played thoroughly. It's not like I expect someone to, the whole world not to know what Oblivion is. Um, my Let's Plays are going to be pretty relaxed and me enjoying the game again. And hopefully others can enjoy it too. You know, focused on the main quest and of course some side quests. Whatever I'm in the mood for I think really is what I'm going to do. What feels natural. Yeah, I mean absolutely. I mean I'm... Personally, I'm looking forward to it, like I said, and, you know, I think that there's going to be people out there that are going to be interested in, in seeing what you do on there, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to watching it, so. Well, thank you. So, this episode is a little bit, uh, you know, especially a couple months ago, this would have been, like, super, um, even more exciting, because we both had the Xbox Ones. I recently purchased one, I don't know, maybe at the end of August, I want to say. I think that was right. I think that's about right. So we were kind of going through, and I got to play the you know first Gears of War game, which is really good. I got to play, um, I think most of Fable Three, correct? Mm-hmm. We were playing them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so we were kind of on like the Xbox train there for a while because I've always been predominantly PlayStation and Nintendo. So this is kind of you know my little glimpse into the world of Xbox, basically. So it was really interesting. So now we're we're sitting here with you know the new generation upon us or it's very close to being upon us you know especially with the game awards you saw you know a playstation 5 game was revealed then you're seeing the new xbox series x was revealed and that's kind of where we want to start off here so the xbox series x it's uh it looks very different than the other xboxes but at the same time there is a lot of familiarity there it's you know the same black finish with the Mm -hmm. the white xbox logo and it's it's just kind of shaped like a little pillar. <laughs> it's very like, weird. Kind of like a rectangular box put upright. I think they were inspired somewhat by the 360 design and a computer tower. Um, I'm not sure if it's either or. I'm not sure if it's really just, you know, because the size comparison is very hard in what they show you. You get to see the size comparison to the controller, but, you know, what is that to like a remote control, like a soda can? Is there anything that we can use that we know the size of? It's hard to gauge how big this new generation Xbox is going to be. Um, and the design honestly isn't as daring as I was hoping they would go. I love to see them throw in some color, um, be a little bit more daring with it. But I'm thinking the reason why they designed it this way is because of everything it can do. I think they're trying to make it more light, and I think they're trying to make it more compact. But, you know, you gotta got to go up and beyond to uh, impress me because I'm a hardcore fan. So, <laughs> I am i don't think I'll ever be super pleased. I mean, that's just who I am. But Yeah, I think that it's interesting. Um, it's definitely been subject to a very large amount of memes, which I think is really... It's really interesting because... It's either a really good thing or a really bad thing. It's good in a sense that there's so many people still talking about this console. Even though it's like, you know, it's weird and kind of divisive, some people are really digging it. And I have a feeling that because people are really talking about this console so much, that having a chance to own one of these meme machines is going to be pretty intriguing for a lot of people. Because people are going to be seeing these all online, and you, you know you're going to get to own it yourself. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think there's something there's something a little bit endearing, I think, about it. Well, let's tell them what some of the memes are. Um, so, so far, we had seen a trash can photoshopped that into the Xbox um, design, which, honestly, that, that brought me some giggles, too. Because it, it literally <laughs> looked like a trash can. They did a really good job with the Photoshop. Um, but it... I mean, everyone's just posting all these ridiculous things and what it looks like. Like the new, it kind of looks like an Alexa device. That's what it, I think it looks like. You know, like, it yeah. kind of looks like a little speaker in a way, like it's supposed to listen to you. And I think there's a dot. So basically it's an, a picture of rectangular rectangle standing up and then picture like this bending inward net at the very top. And then there's a green glowing circle that appears to illuminate that. So... The design is very, it almost looks like it's going to listen to you, which might be what they're incorporating with Cortana. So as you speak to Cortana, maybe that will glow green instead, or maybe that's going to be when you turn on the Xbox that a green circle is going to appear, is my speculation of that. I actually didn't think about that. I always kind of thought that as like an outtake, like outtake fan, um, but that actually would be kind of neat if they kind of made it like that. I didn't think about that because it does it, like, cause that was what it kind of resembled to me. Everyone's saying PC tower, um, you know, all of that. But to me, it, it kind of reminded me of like, you know, one of the tall Alexa speakers mm-hmm. only, you know, yeah. it's more you know, obviously cubicle in a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has, you know, a square foot uh, footprint, um, but it, you know, it is a giant rectangle, but it's not really giant though. It's weird. It's like you said, it's, it's hard to kind of gauge the scale of it. Um, but it's mm-hmm. it's going to probably be a lot smaller than we think it's going to be, mm-hmm. just because I feel like that's how things tend to be. Now, something I really didn't look too far into is the um, USB ports. I really don't know if I Ooh. actually looked for them. I saw the wireless controller, and I also saw a CD tray for you to put in a physical disc. But, however, I don't think I really paid attention to anywhere where you can charge a, um, you know, a plug-in controller, unless it's in the back of the device. I don't think I saw any of that, as far as when I was glancing over it, kind of taking it all in. But what we did notice, as far as the controller goes, is there's now a, it looks like a screenshot option, or maybe that's going to be the new menu um, system. I'm not sure whether they're going to go with that. Um, the D-pad has also changed to be this kind of school. It's a circle still. It's not a plus symbol anymore. It's more of a circle with a squarish design as to what direction you are pushing the D-pad into. Yeah, it's. I think it still might be a little bit of a, a plus symbol in a way, but it's like you know concave now. So it's it resembles more like the 360 controller for sure. But hopefully it's not as bad as that one was. Because I personally wasn't a big fan. But to be fair, with modern games now, unless you're playing a lot of like old, you know, side-scroller games or like the old, you know, games that really Xbox really never had to worry a whole bunch about, it's really not going to make a big difference. I don't really think it it will make a, a huge difference. You know, as far as hotkey goes, it might actually assist you in, in picking out those diagonal um, choices and options mm. for a quick in-game. You know, it, it could be beneficial. We don't know that yet. As far as the weight of the controller and how big they are, um, I think you had mentioned that they're going back to maybe a smaller-sized controller so it fits better in, I guess, small hands, which... I'm really looking forward to if that's the case because I have really little hands <laughs> that struggle with iPhone sizes and everything, which 
Yeah, so I'm when I had the Xbox One controller in my hand for the first time, I was like, this thing is huge, and I was kind of like, I hope I can play games with this. I was nervous. I was like, well, there goes my gaming. <laughs> you know, I, I can't game on this. I'm going to have to find a new console, but everything worked out just fine. Um, I'm just really curious about the size. I think you mentioned 360 controller? Um, so I think it's going to be probably comparable to that. There are slight differences um, in terms of, I guess, like the back of the controller. Um, it kind of warps into like the handles a little bit more. I was listening to this interview on YouTube. I honestly cannot remember, you know, which interview it was. <laughs> but basically, the guy confirmed that it was indeed a share button on the controller. Mm, okay. Um, I don't think he mentioned anything about the D-pad, but he he did mention that... Um, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. But um, as, as far as the controller itself... Oh, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it, he said that, you know, they kind of used, I guess, analytics in terms of, you know, how many hands fit comfortably... And I'm not sure how they did this, but I guess it's just from some kind of, you know, sample size or something that was significant enough to kind of make a change. And basically their analytics showed that the Xbox One controller was compatible with and, you know, comfortable with, you know, a ton of hands, basically. And this was basically just to increase. They made the slight adjustment to make it slightly smaller to increase that number of people that are going to comfortably be able to play the Xbox. And as I've mentioned before, um, which is a really long time ago, but to me, the controller is the number one way a person connects to their experience in game. It's very important. I mean, even me, I I prefer the diagonal um, analog sticks Mm -hmm. over the PlayStation's horizontally aligned um, sticks itself. I just feel more immersed, and I like the girth the Xbox controller has. It makes me feel more like I'm in the game. It makes me feel like I have you know, escaped my reality and now I can just get into my game and get lost into it. So to me, it's very important for how the controller's designed. Hmm. Yeah, I I kind of feel a similar way. I've always just felt really comfortable with the PlayStation layout. I don't mind the Xbox layout. To me, it's just very difficult to go between the Switch <laughs> and the Xbox because the, the letters are swapped out. If they If they had the same, like, letter combination... Like, I'd be, you know, mm-hmm. totally fine with that. But it's just, you know, that's always kind of been a confusing thing for me. And once I get used to the Xbox, then I have to readjust to the Switch. And then I have to, it's it's a constant constant battle. Where PlayStation, it's like, you know, the X looks different, the Square looks different. I know exactly what I'm going to press. But um, going back to what you said, though, about the USB ports, I'm willing to bet that they're probably on the rear of the device, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, just because, I mean... I would have liked them to show it off, but at the same time, it's like, I guess they want to just, you know, show off a clean look. And when mm-hmm. you introduce all those ports, I mean, it doesn't look as clean. So that's probably, that probably ended up, but I'd say that it probably looks very similar to how the Xbox One is laid out. But I am curious, though, how the ports are angled in terms of, because it's showing that, you know, it's a pillar and that seems to be the, you know, predominant way of you know putting it in your entertainment center right being vertical that's kind of what the intention is though obviously you can put it um you know horizontal um but 
I'm just curious if the ports are, you know, lined up in a, you know, vertical way or if they're, you know, mm-hmm. twisted. Yeah, everything's shaped. So, yeah. laid out. not that it really matters. I mean, it's not a huge deal, but I'm kind of curious to see what the whole deal with that is. Yeah, I definitely am too. And the final thing I would like to talk about is that the Xbox, this new one, Series X, is going to be completely um, backwards compatible, which is something we were all hoping for when the Xbox One came out. And finally, we're going to be able to get. So there will be at least one major advantage to going to the next console. And I think they were even debating the prices since the Xbox One, when it had came out, was such a flop. It was overpriced so I'm really excited to see their new pricing and I'm hoping it's going to be cheaper and more affordable for people so I am I'm pretty excited for that personally yeah it's going to be interesting because these systems are going to come out around the same time like PlayStation 5 and then Xbox uh, One Series X I'm willing to bet that this isn't going to be the only Xbox that's going to be releasing in 2020 holiday of 2020 I believe there is going to be a Series S, and the fact, and and I was I heard this as well, and it makes sense too. I was kind of thinking the same thing. The fact that they've named these series, it sets it up for potentially a business model where they can release a new Xbox every couple of years now and just make it a more upgraded version. So this might be the last Xbox. It might just be the Xbox Series, and then just keeps going up and up more powerful then eventually you'll have to upgrade your lowest tier Mm -hmm. but x does kind of you know it kind of implies that that's the most powerful model of the system so that's why you know the xbox series s is probably going to launch aside you know alongside probably without a disc drive because that you know did return for this one so everything will probably be digital similar to what they did with like the xbox one s you know you know Mm non-physical edition so it's going to probably come out something similar to that. And I also heard that they're, they may do some kind of streaming thing. They've been working on, I guess, the you know, xCloud or whatever they call it. And that's kind of been something they've been experimenting with for a while. So we might see an addition that might be that. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very interesting. But it's, it's going to be cool, though, because, you know, last time, like, Xbox and PlayStation were releasing their systems... Sony kind of hung back a little bit just to see what Microsoft was going to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so they, they're they not really going to get a chance to do that this year. So, or I guess, you know, this generation, because it seems like they're going to be releasing at the same time. and Very you know, close, at least. They're going to be releasing. That's That's another thing that... I'm a little nervous about they're going to be releasing very close and the comparisons are going to be everywhere. You know, people, you know, might be incited to do the whole console war thing <laughs> as they get released close to the holidays. Um, and I'm interested to see how the ads are going to be, but I don't think we're going to get additional information until we get closer. And I'm really excited to see about the exclusives to offer. So as we get closer, we will definitely retouch on this topic. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, um, you know, I guess I was, when I was talking about the, um, you know, the releases last, you know, from last generation, they actually were very close too. But I think this year, I think the E3 strategies are going to be completely different. E3 is not as big as it used to be. There's not going to be, I think, as much attention on the features of the system that there was last time when Microsoft was pushing the whole DRM thing. And then PlayStation basically said, hey, let's go to our other plan that doesn't include that. 
I think it's just going to be completely different this year or, you know, this year and this generation <laughs> yeah. in terms of that. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what they end up, you know, pulling out here mm-hmm. um, because both of them seem like they're going to have backwards compatibility and it's really going to come down to the exclusives. And, um, you know, there was a, a couple of different, you know, Xbox games that they showed off, you know, the Hellblade 2, that was kind of the big one. And it's being put under Microsoft, um, you know, game studios. So I'm not sure if that's ever going to see light on any other system. So that might be a, you know, decent exclusive that they can kind of put in their, you know, cap there. So it should be pretty interesting. Yes, it definitely should be. And I think that I overheard uh, the new Demon Souls, though, being an exclusive to PlayStation. And I mean, that's going to be huge. I mean, Demon Souls is a, a prior game to Dark Souls. And the story, they say, is is very in-depth and very, I guess, encapturing. Like, people really were interested in all the lore. So, there's going to definitely be some fans that are going to go more towards the PlayStation side, just or, or even just own the PlayStation as well as the Xbox, um, depending on how much they like either system. I know definitely one day I'm going to have both. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> We can't stop ourselves from owning <laughs> all the consoles coming out, let's be honest. Um, but I definitely am interested to see if Xbox has any kind of secret exclusives besides, of course, Halo um, that they're offering out. Yep, Halo Infinite's going to be a launch title for the Xbox One uh, Series X. Oh, yeah, and I'm a huge Halo fangirl, so I'll keep you guys posted <laughs> on what I think. So. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be pretty cool. And yeah, both both companies here, they've kind of been gearing up. I mean, we talked about Microsoft acquiring Obsidian, which, you know, we had the Outer Worlds, but you have to probably believe that at some point in time, they're going to utilize Obsidian to release exclusive games for the system. So it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting, especially, you know, Sony, they acquired uh, Insomniac. So you know, they're going to have the Spider-Man 2 probably as a launch title for PlayStation 5. That's a huge game. That was one of the, you know, highest selling, you know, new IPs that PlayStation released, you know, really high selling exclusive. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be very competitive. I think this, this gen. And very exciting because we still don't know. We know there's games coming out for the Switch, but I'm excited to see what else they do for the holiday. I mean, I don't think they're going to miss out on something um, for the next, you know, holiday run, especially how close these are releasing. I'm sure there's going to be something that Nintendo squeezes into or releases something, Um, maybe an an add-on, an accessory, something to keep it interesting for their Switch systems, honestly. I know they released the light, the the smaller version, but I'm wondering if they're going to get more daring or release more colors, you know, something as simple as that, possibly so. Yeah, I think that for next Christmas, I think we're going to see a really competitive Switch system, too. Um, you know, we may or may not be getting Breath of the Wild 2 next year. It's really hard to say. I know a lot of people think that's, you know, years off, but it's using the same assets and I'm assuming the same engine and everything they need is kind of already there. So I think that game is going to release relatively soon. And then, of course, you have, you know, Retro Studios working on Metroid. And, you know, there's just there's a lot of different, you know, possibilities with the Switch going forward, too. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll see a Switch Pro at some point. It's kind of hard to say. I mean, I, I would imagine that they're going to release a more powerful Switch at some point, too. 
Yes, and another thing that I honestly think that they're doing, um, or at least that PlayStation's doing, and, and I guess kind of Xbox as well, is I'm starting to see these different color controllers for PlayStation. You mm-hmm. know, pink, and then like this really specific blue um, that's, you know, they're trying to release more controllers, you know, in different hues. Maybe this is like a sample of what people are buying you know what their color interests are and how well a console would sell possibly being those colors you know i think it's kind of testing the fields do i think we're, we're any close to an, a colorful con- a console anymore i don't know you know and i i wouldn't be hurt if they didn't come out with a pink or blue but i definitely would like them to be more daring and for playstation to kind of return to their their old school colors because i honestly really did dig their classic color you know, and I kind of hope Xbox goes back to that green that they had, you know, maybe make the whole console that as an option, maybe just bring back the big X on the box, you know, that would be some classics. Yeah, I definitely do like how the, like the top of the new Xbox has that like green inside. Part of me wonders if it's going to be like how you were talking about it being similar to like an Alexa speaker. I wonder if that is actually going to be like a green light that beams on when it's listening or when it's doing, you know, its thing. Because that'd be kind of cool. Or like, you know, when you're playing like a game or whatever, you know, it's reacting to like the different effects or something that's going on screen. I mean, that'd be pretty neat. And like that black combination with the green, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty cool. I want my old school big gaudy X, just like the original Xbox, <laughs> to come back. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think that's going to happen. But I'd love to see a PlayStation, um, you know, with an alternative color scheme of, like, the original, you know, gray with, like, you know, the colorful logo. Because I think that looks classic. And I think it's time to bring it back, honestly. You know, they kind of brought, like, a limited run of the, the gray PlayStation 4 with the gray controller that you know, was available for, you know, a very short amount of time. And it looked great. I mean, the gray, I think the big thing with the gray is that maybe it doesn't look great in entertainment centers, but it's like, who cares? I mean, it's a game console. Yeah, you're dealing with gamers, a different audience than your your ordinary Joe getting a remote controller for their TV. I mean, this is something that you're going to turn it on and they're going to see all your colors on your colorful TV and all your crazy games you have on your console anyway, you know? And I think having it as a classic option, it couldn't hurt. It really couldn't. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the Switch too. It's like, you know, how are we not getting NES Joy-Cons yet? How are we not getting SNES Joy-Cons yet? It's like, come on, guys. Like, this is is money that you're letting walk away. I mean, it has to happen at some point, right? come on (laughs) like you know that's that's something that we expected we expected to see a whole bunch of different special edition joy cons and really the ones we've gotten haven't been you know super spectacular yet or how about how about just matching (laughs) matching colors well they (laughs) (laughs) well they they did do that a little bit they 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 man they kind of screw you over though because they give you those two mismatching colors and then you have to either trade with somebody or you have to buy the the second joy con the additional joy con Hey, you want to switch? Yeah. <laughs> the switch dealer over here. Yeah, you want to switch. Um, but yeah, so this was more or less just kind of like a, a casual, you know, Xbox discussion. And, you know, I'm not really a master of specs, but there, this is not going to be a slouch in the power department. It's going to be able to do some pretty impressive things. It's already the most powerful console out there and i'm not sure if playstation is going to go that route or not they probably will make theirs pretty strong too 
Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Switch is definitely the, uh, the odd man out here, but very versatile system, and then we'll see what Nintendo does with the Switch. Now, I do have one question, though, before we go. Kimberly. Yes. Would the new Xbox Series X wear pants like this or like this? Well, this time, I think it's going to wear it like a standing human would. <laughs> <laughs> would it just be one pant leg or would they just like kind of... Oh. Would it just be they're sitting in like the uh, butt compartment and then there's just like legs coming down? No, see, they have to be inclusive. It's gonna You're going to get two back pockets like you normally would, but you're going to get one leg for those consoles that only have one leg. See? It makes sense. But your controller will come with two pant legs. See? Now, would the controller wear the pants like this or like this? Just like the console. Standing up like a human. <laughs> this is going to be very hard for you guys to distinguish to distinguish what we were talking about with the console because you guys can't see our hand motions. And honestly, the hand motions don't even help. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know about you, Kimberly, but I think we should probably turn this episode off before things get weird. I think we're never weird. We're just... <laughs> We're just weird. But anyway. Well, thank you for being on the show. Kimberly's going to be on Game Pinions a lot now. And we're also going to have, like I said, I keep pounding my fist about it, but TJ and John's going to be on here as well. So you guys can check out Game Pinions on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio for some reason. Not really sure why, but we're there. And we're on CastBox and Spotify and, you know, the list goes on and on. If you want, if you can listen to a podcast on it, chances are we're there. And we would greatly appreciate any review that you guys can put up for Apple Podcasts because they really do go a long way in both giving us feedback and, you know, just getting us on the same page as you guys and understanding what you guys like about the show and what you don't like about the show. And definitely check out the YouTube. I'm going to be the one updating it and kind of uploading my Let's Play. And I'm really excited for some feedback on there. I know it's going to take some time, but I'm willing to wait and keep on building a library of really relaxed Let's Plays. Sounds great. And for those of you wondering, I am still playing Death Stranding and I love it. I love it too. Well, guys, until next time, keep on keeping on. <laughs>